0: Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson, and I recorded one earlier today, but the CEO's assigned Patrick Peterson. I figured I would shoot this out to you as soon as possible. As I'm sure you know by now, Cam Sutton is a lion, uh, making some pretty good bucks and good pickup for Detroit. Good young player. As I told you, you can go back on any of these podcasts. You know, My, my top priority would have been to kept to keep Sutton in terms of uh, in-house free agents. He was my number one guy to deal with, but corners are expensive and such is life. Um, The Steelers quickly countered and went to Patrick Peterson. And if you've been listening, you might recall he's a name I brought up that I would consider it. And I know initially I bet a lot of you were like, this guy's 33 years old. Come on, man. He's over the hill. Maybe. I, I mean, I don't think that's true, to be very honest with you. Uh, he had a he had five picks last, last year. He is a freak. He's still playing extremely well. I, I think he's one of the, I think he's an easy Hall of Famer. I think he's one of the top 10 to 15 corners that have ever lived. He's a total freak. He was 219 pounds at his combine. He is big. Like, I can't wait to see him in person. He absolutely is more of a press man guy. Well, that's not fair. He's, by trade, a press man corner. But that's not all he can do. He's played lots of zone. He was actually a very dangerous returner early in his career. And he's not still playing like a Hall of Famer. Don't get me wrong. But he's coming off a really good year. And... I think it's a great signing, a very good signing. I mean, it, 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 I like Sutton. I've said only good things about Sutton. The beauty of Sutton to me, of course, was his versatility, uh, knowledge of the scheme, ability to help those around him mentally, you know, all that kind of stuff, versatility. And they're going to have to figure out something in the slot. I mean, that that's an issue because Sutton ideally was an outside guy that could go play the slot bigger than a Hilton type as well. Um, Peterson's probably not going to play in the slot. I think he's an outside corner only. Uh, I would imagine right now him and Wallace are your outside guys. You still have Spoon. I think Pierre will be back. I like Pierre. I don't know. if I have mixed feelings about Spoon. He may or may not still be on the team. They could cut him at any point. Millette's your slot corner. But I think the Steelers might be looking for a safety at that slot corner. Or Minka. Or... KZ, you know, a guy like that, a bigger bodied safety type there. Um, And Sutton, again, I'm not picking on him. I had mostly only good things to say about him. He's a good all-around player, but he doesn't have great quickness for the slot or great size. You know, like if you're going to be a smaller slot, you rely on quickness. If you're going to be a bigger slot to deal with the Kelsey's of the world, you better, you got size on your advantage. Sutton has neither, but he's, Kind of a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none to me. And this isn't to sound controversial or to, you know, commend the Steelers, but as an outside corner only, right now, last year's tape, Peterson's better than Sutton. I mean, he puts his hands on you and technique, and he's probably still more talented. He's one of the most talented corners that have ever lived. So all that stuff is tremendous. I mean, assuming he doesn't fall off a cliff in his age 33 season, Which it could happen. There aren't many corners in history that go well into their 30s and are highly productive. But some have the Champ Bailey's of the world or Woodson's of the world. And some of them convert to safety. So I could see him doing that in a Charles Woodson-like way too. I mean, I think that's also a possibility. But there's no reason to do it now. If he's playing like he did last year for Minnesota, that's exactly what you're looking for. So as for the contract with Peterson, I haven't seen it officially. I just wanted to get in front of the mic here as soon as I saw the the deal that, that they signed him. I've seen mixed reports that it's a one year or a two year deal. I think it's I'm, I'm trusting more of the two year deal, you know, uh, scenario. I'm guessing it's ten to twelve million over two years. If you've noticed of late, the Steelers are hitting two year deals heavily. Uh, you know, Trubisky, uh, Wallace, and Spoon were similar, and a lot of them are set up that you can very, very easily get out of it after year one. So I'm guessing that's how this is structured. If it comes in under 10 million over those two years, I think that's a steal. So I'm curious what that is, and I'll react to it when I get, a, you know, get more information on the contract itself. But I'm expecting two years, 10 to 12 million range which is noticeably cheaper than Sutton noticeably cheaper. So here's the other aspect I wanted to touch on is this move indicates that they still need a slot, whether that's a safety and when, so when they sign a safety, we're going to talk about that, you know, whether that's Edmonds, who's also lined up in the slot against tight ends a lot, KZ, which he can do it, or he can play center field and Minka comes down the slot. Also a nice option. So these things will work itself out. Um, but the key here to me is probably the mentorship of Peterson. You know, so you have some big time leaders on that defense now. And Peterson absolutely is one of them. Like in all the like Stingley from LSU last year, like all this, this you know, Tyron Mathau, like all these corners from LSU. They look at him like he's the godfather. Like, this is stuff I've known about him for a long time. Like, Pat Pete is the man at LSU, and they have a rich, rich heritage of corners, defensive backs, and he's the king of the castle. He's a little older than those guys, but he's the mentor. So, where am I going with that? Well, I still think they're going to take a corner very high. Maybe at 17, almost undoubtedly, one will be in their top three picks. Well, I think that young man, whose name is to be determined, has a much better chance of success if he comes to a cornerback room with Patrick Peterson in it. You know, all the stuff that he can teach and mentor. Um, I think him and Coach Tomlin have had a relationship. They've both been in the league a long time. And Tomlin, of course, loves elite, talented defensive backs. Um, I think he has got like 35 picks in his career, too. He's been highly productive. He's going to the Hall of Fame, and he was highly productive last year. He was. There was a stretch in Peterson's career where people didn't really even throw at him. Not to, not quite to the Revis level, but not far off. I mean, he was the best corner in the league for a five-year stretch there. And freaks of nature usually don't fall off cliffs. I mean, I'm not guaranteeing that this is going to be a great year for him at his age, but I still have faith. And if you listen to podcasts from weeks ago, I brought him up with some regularity that he makes sense to me, you know, especially as a mentor, come down, bang receivers at the line of scrimmage or play off or play zone, smart. So I'm in favor of this move. Uh, I'm excited to see where the dollars come in. If it's under 10000000 million, I'm going to say, wow, that's great. I'm guessing it's 10 to 12-ish, corners are expensive, and you're buying on the first day of free agency, which is never going to be a discount situation. We'll take a quick break, come back and talk about a couple other things here. Let's talk about this big blockbuster trade for the Panthers and Bears. and I'm reaching a little bit, but there's a small angle of how it can affect the Steelers. And there's been a lot since we talked anyway. So I do want to talk about this trade. And real quick, the for the first overall pick, if you haven't seen by now, uh, Chicago gets number nine. They get number 61. 2024 first. 2025 second, and DJ Moore, which is <laughs> nice cherry on top. More or less is the equivalent to about three first round picks. So, real quick, I'll, I'll give you my, my Steelers spin here is, and this is very, very subject to change because the Bears have the most cap space in the league and are certainly, probably by the time you listen to this, let alone by tomorrow, or later in the week. Are going to fill needs quickly, like they're already linked to Mike McGlinchey, the right tackle. So, why my my Steelers spin is does this shake things up at all for where the Steelers pick at seventeen? I think it does slightly. I think we now know the first two picks are going to be quarterbacks. Um, After that, I think the draft starts at three. Arizona is probably fielding offers for other quarterback needy teams, or they just take Carter or Anderson. But why I'm, I'm bringing it up is at nine. As it stands now with the raw ro- you know, the Bears empty roster haven't spent yet, I can almost guarantee that with the ninth pick, they're gonna take one of the top offensive tackles or one of the top defensive linemen. And why it affects the Steelers is I think at 17 you want as many D linemen, edge rushers in particular, to go as possible. And now maybe there's a better chance that one more comes off the board before seventeen. But in the opposite way, if you're holding out hope for one of the top three offensive tackles, uh, I think your chances of one of them getting to 17 just shrunk, you know, especially if they go sign Javon Hargrave and D. Lyman Galore. Well, then we might look at this and say, oh, that's going to be Skoronsky or Paris Johnson or, you know, whoever they like. So that's my small spin on it for the Steelers. But that's all I got for now. I just wanted to get you guys a quick podcast, get you a quick take on Peterson. Depending what happens the rest of the week, I'll probably include him to some degree in my uh, article for Wednesday. We shall see. But over and out. Take care.